Hi friends, it's me. Guess who? <laughs> I'm sure you could guess considering you clicked on my podcast. <laughs> Hi. Um if you guys have seen the movie Sarah or something about forgetting Sarah Marshall, I can't think of it right now. Um hashtag free ad. Um there's a scene where they're having intercourse. I don't know why I'm whispering that and the girl keeps saying, Hi. Hi hi and it's really funny so if you haven't seen the movie check it out it has nothing to do with the podcast today podcast today is on a topic that i keep posting about or for a while i was continually posting these uh quotes and passages from a book i was reading about dun 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 highly sensitive people it is actually a trait i am not calling you out this is like a legit innate trait that people have I'm not calling you over dramatic. I'm not saying you are a sensitive Sally. I'm simply here to talk about the trait of being highly sensitive. So boom, there we are. I would consider myself a highly sensitive person. Um, I literally check most of the boxes, obviously not all of them, but most of them. Um, if you do check all of them, then I am praying for you. Good luck. <laughs> I know how it can be, but yeah, so like to someone who has never heard this term before and is just assuming that this is like us being overdramatic, what is a highly sensitive person? That's a great question. Good thing I came up with it, right? (laughs) So a highly sensitive person, again, it's not a disorder. It's not um, like narcissism or I don't know why I said narcissism I just listened to a podcast on narcissism that's why I said it um but it's not like bipolar or any sort of disorder it is simply a trait so highly sensitive person holds a trait in which they process emotions very deeply probably more intensely than someone who doesn't have this trait and for longer periods of time and let me tell you the downfall, at least for me, in this um, wonderful world and this wonderful gift of sensitivity, the long periods of time really hits different because, gosh, it is so difficult for me to get over things. I'm like, they stick with me. It's like someone says something and it's just imprinted in my brain forever and I'm not going to forget it and I'm going to think about it at the worst times. So I can attest that that part is very true. This obviously can also lead to like a strong reaction. Think about the increase of emotion that you're going to feel if you're feeling them more deeply. Like whether it's positive or negative, you're probably going to be crying at either one. I know that that's how it is for me. I'll be watching something and I'm just crying. It might not even have something that bad or that overwhelmingly good but I'm like oh shit I feel it coming I'm getting emotional and then boom I'm crying um yeah duh that's what happens when you're highly sensitive um a lot of times there are uh people that call us overreactors I think that it's sometimes hard for other people to understand um I'll kind of go over that later how to deal with someone in your life who you believe is a highly sensitive person but overall highly sensitive people just tend to be sensitive 
<laughs> towards stimuli like like any noise any lights um they'll definitely pick up on small things that other people don't notice in a room whether it be um observation of i don't know like things that are in the room or like an energy that's in the room or maybe like another person's mood but that starts to tap into empaths a little bit so to make it very clear all empaths are highly sensitive people but not all highly sensitive people are empaths it's like a very in-depth uh concept to go into when you start talking about empaths everyone has their own story everyone has their own perception um but for a very broad and basic form of understanding empaths typically have an ability to feel or know another person's emotional or mental state I will definitely be doing another podcast on this because there are like so basically there's three types of empaths which are physical emotional and intuitive um so if you were to be physical that would be literally feeling the physical sensations that another person may be experiencing if someone else has a stomach ache and you're like "Ooh, i'm not starting to feel too good that's that may be the other person's uh physical issue emotions you're in a room and you're starting to feel like a sense of heartbreak like a deep sadness but you're not sure why because nothing in your life has happened turns out the person across the room from you just had their heart broken um intuitive you have a good knowing or very open third eye um just kind of knowing what may happen or what has once happened in this particular space but then it goes even deeper into like um, plants, animals, earth. Um, so someone who would consider themselves an animal empath, they could probably pick up and understand what an animal needs. Think about like a dog whisperer. They're probably an animal empath. But anyway, let's just stick to the topic of highly sensitive people. So... There are a few common characteristics related to highly sensitive people. There are so, there's like a long list. One of those, I'm sure you could find online like, am I a highly sensitive person? And you put it in on Google and it gives you the whole thing and it tells you yes or no. Um, But I just have a few here that might help you kind of understand a little deeper what a highly sensitive person experiences. So they may be, Um, experiencing really frazzled or like irritated flustered feelings and like like maybe they're moving differently even physically when they're in a crowd because they're experiencing like again bright lights loud noises or like when you go to Costco literally if you're in Costco and you're like feeling absolutely frazzled flustered like almost like uh, you need to catch your breath that may be a part of it um having that feeling that something is off in the environment when other people don't even know what you're talking about um being highly affected by another person's mood this can be seen in feeling drained after seeing someone and they're like ah i feel so good that we got to catch up and i feel so much better after talking to you like yeah they feel so much better because you're a fucking emotional sponge and you just soaked up all their negative energy that is a situation that uh, is often for highly sensitive people. 
again, that's another topic for another day, speaking of, like, earthbounds and all that stuff, but anywho, um, highly sensitive people may be extremely impacted when they're, like, judged, lied to, betrayed, feeling like they can never get over the situation fully, which kind of goes back to, um, what I talked about in the beginning for feeling emotions for a very long time, longer than usual. They may also feel affected by the moon phases. Um, again, I've been saying this since day one that I'm going to make a podcast about moon phases, but I have yet to do that. So if you actually want to hear it, let me know and I will make it. They might also find relief and clarity in nature away from stimulation. They're often sensitive to electromagnetic fields like your phone, laptop, um, literally everything that the society uses this day and age. Oh, I just tapped the microphone. I wonder if that was loud. Sorry if it was. Yeah, so they're going to find a lot more clarity and relief in nature. So if you feel like you relate to even some of the characteristics that I mentioned, you might be a highly sensitive person. But, big but here, biggest but of them all, fatty. This doesn't mean that you go around labeling yourself and other people as a highly sensitive person. I encourage you to continue doing research on this topic. Learn more about yourself and other people that you may think you might be hearing me talk about this and you're like oh my gosh this person fits in that fucking box and now i'm gonna put them in a box and now they're in a category no take a step back maybe you've already identified as a highly sensitive person and that's great i see you i appreciate you i understand you but definitely do some research if you're not entirely sure take it upon yourself to Go on Google, read books, just find valid and credible information. Me saying that as though I'm on like accredited stand right now. Just find credited um, information on it to really figure out if you can identify with this. And that isn't to say that you are putting yourself in a box either. Just use this to learn more about yourself um, like research it a little more so you understand yourself and understand how to deal with it because I get it. It can be very overwhelming when you're taking in other people's feelings, when you're in a space where other people are floating through with no sense of uh, fear or irritation and you're saying they're frazzled about to have an anxiety attack. I get it. Take care of yourself, do your research, do your work, and fill up your own cup, baby. (sighs) This sounds like all negative things that I'm mentioning, right? So let's flip the script. Let's tap into the light side of highly sensitive people now. So in every aspect of life, there's obviously light and dark. So we got to honor both. We're not going to ignore the dark because it hurts. We're not going to ignore the light because we're focused on the trauma. No. We want to focus on both of them, finding our balance. So, for now, let's just find all the beauty in highly sensitive people. They usually have a strong sense of empathy, which, come on, that makes like the best kind of friend. Someone who's super compassionate, they understand you. These people as friends, they are truly listening to you and 
I would say they're making an effort to understand who you are truly, but honestly, as a highly sensitive person, it doesn't take effort to understand someone. It comes so naturally to just be able to put yourself in other people's shoes. You can wear anyone's shoes and fully understand and feel what they are experiencing. Maybe that's like a little bit of the empath coming through, but that also taps into highly sensitive people. So, um, yeah, these friends really accept you as you are. They're not trying to change you because they see you for who you actually are, your authentic, genuine self. Highly sensitive people have a way of just seeing the bigger picture and really appreciating the even the worst of situations. It's like that friend that's always like, well, if you really look at it like this, you could see the bright side. Or the like sometimes it gets really annoying, but you know that type of person. They could find even the tiniest of good in a shit situation. And let's not forget that highly sensitive people have such a strong level of knowledge of what they need and what other other people need so it doesn't mean they're gonna act on it trust me (laughs) they might not act on it they're not perfect but they're definitely aware of what's needed out of a situation um needed for another person needed for themselves how nice is it when you're around someone who just like knows what to say in a moment of desperation you're like freaking out you might be having panic attack anxiety you just need to be pulled back down to earth and they come along and they're like saying whatever they say just sounds like a melody it's sitting so close to your heart you're like shit how did you know that i needed to hear that i'm just like i don't know i just did so it definitely has perks obviously especially for the people around them And although it does have its perks, there is definitely, um, hmm, let's say this in the nicest way possible. It, It can definitely be overwhelming, for sure, especially if you tap into experiencing other people's feelings. It can be very overwhelming to experience not only your own feelings, but then someone else's added on to that. Sheesh. Um, had to add that in there. So... As a highly sensitive person, you you know when you're overwhelmed for the most part. Even even if you keep pushing, you have the knowledge that you're overwhelmed. But you got to put it into action. You have to fill up your own cup emotionally. We are literally emotional sponges soaking up energy around us. So we need to figure out how to release other people's energy and find our own. So you got to take a moment to literally wring out the sponge release everything that isn't yours and focus on your own energy it can be really difficult obviously to sort through feelings and sensations deciding like what is mine what is theirs what do i throw out what do i keep and i kind of like to view it as an emotional file cabinet like let go and go through the files decide what you want to throw out what you want to keep what belongs to others. Um, And then once you do find your own energy, it's up to you to decide what you choose to go through, what you wish stays in your body, and what manifests. And then you also have the power to decide what you want to release. If it doesn't deserve a place within you, then let it go. A lot easier said than done. 
but I know you will find your way. So just step into your strength and your power of choice when it comes to the energy that makes a home in your body. Energy lives in our body. We are energy. So be very careful and particular of what you do with the energy that lives inside of you. There is a wonderful quote from Mel Collins, the author of the book that I am absolutely obsessed with regarding highly sensitive people called The Handbook for Highly Sensitive People. Absolutely amazing. I have it linked in... LinkedIn, nope, linked on my blog. So if you want to check it out, it's on there. Um, She says, whatever you resist persists, which is so true. I talk about it all the time in yoga. If you are resisting a change, if you are resisting a feeling, you may not technically be feeling it to its fullest capacity in that moment. So it may not hurt that bad in that moment. But it's simply going to linger. It's going to live inside of you for longer. If we don't face these things head on, our feelings, emotions, darkness, lightness, if we don't genuinely look at it in its eyes, it will linger. So just imagine two magnets forever disconnected. I know you can picture it. You wouldn't want those magnets to live inside of you, to be a part of you, constantly battling. Begin to choose acceptance and welcoming. Allow the magnets to be a match. Allow them to connect and flow and be of balance. You just have to be willing to confront both sides of this trait, the dark and the light. You have to make friends with them. Gotta be buddies. And you have to allow yourself and know you are deserving to live a harmonious life of flow and balance. You deserve it, I'm telling you. So... How are we going to protect our energy and how are we going to clear our energy from the day? Everything that we've picked up, everything that we've experienced, how are we going to get through that? Water break. For highly sensitive people that obviously leave the house, not obviously, some people choose not to leave the house, that is acceptable, but they will be absorbing possibly the energy of other people. And it may be useful to begin your day with energy protecting practices, but if you're also picking energy up, don't you want to cleanse that? Don't you want to clear it too? So step one for this, especially in the mornings, is visualization. Just start off with a few deep breaths. Visualize maybe a beam of light in whatever color resonates with you in that moment and allow it to fill up your heart or chest. And using your breath, imagine the light flowing over you and through your entire body until it extends into your aura. As the light is flowing through you and around you, just sit with the imagery of your body protected by the glow. Just simply picture yourself like immersed in this glow, whatever color it is. Different colors represent different things. Um, For me, I like to picture kind of like a sun ray um, starting in my chest and flowing through me. Um, If I'm doing this at night, which I'll get to next, I like to use white light for cleansing. Um, And you could also tap back into this visualization throughout the day. Whenever you need a little bit of a pick-me-up, a little bit more, um, maybe protection if you're feeling 
maybe a psychic attack or too overwhelmed, definitely tap into this throughout the day and remind yourself that you are protected. And then at night when you're clearing, I like to imagine again a white light or water flowing into my crown chakra and just through my entire body. So I picture this light or water um, just washing over me, cleansing and renewing me, allowing it to remove anything and everything that does not serve me. Um, And I think intention is a big part of this. So I'm visualizing this with the intention of cleansing and removal. Um, This can be done at night. This can be done in the morning. Just allow it to release any energy that has attached itself to you and doesn't belong to you. Again, back to the file cabinets. Shed away anything that no longer serves you. Toss it in the bin. Forever gone. Let it go. Next up, we have crystals. Everyone's about to turn this off. They're like, ew, she's a crystal bitch. Yeah, I am. Sorry, they work. Don't know what to tell you. There's so many different kinds of crystals, which their properties hold specialization and protection. So whenever you're entering a crystal shop, I want you to live by this. Allow the crystal to pick you rather than you picking the crystal. So the crystal has to pick you. The crystal calls you. Just go in there and allow yourself to be guided to where you're meant to go. They, they're smart. They already know what you need before you need it. The amount of times I've gone into shops and found crystals that I'm like, like drawn to, and then I read what they're about and I do my research. I'm like, holy shit, they just knew that that's what I needed right now. Um, But typically, black colored crystals are used for protection. Um, But even ones like amethyst, amethyst, huge protection stone, um, clear quartz, black tourmaline, tourmaline, however you want to say it, they're great for protection. So you can carry that with you throughout the day. You can maybe keep it under your pillow. Use it during your visualization. Do a little, little double team there, crystal and visualization. Boom, boom, boom. Get it all done. We love to see it. Next, we got some herbs you can use. Obviously, right now, sage is like the most common herb used for clearing. Um, But I'm here to tell you that the herb world is huge. It doesn't stop there. I think I'd probably have a, um, I don't want to say degree, but maybe a certification in herbs. But holy shit, it's just so much to remember because there are so many herbs out there. And each of them have um, really great properties and also, um, why am I, I feel like I want to say trigger warning, but that's not the word. You know what I'm saying though. They're they're not meant to be used for people with specific um, mental, um, mental, I don't want to say issues, mental states or physical ailments, anything. So you'd have to be really careful. Sidetracked. Um... So, rosemary is known for new fresh starts. Frankincense is for purification. Palo Santo adds um, another layer of positivity kind of back into the space. So, for me, I like to clear with sage um, and then I'll add Palo Santo after or the next day or something like that just to um, enhance the positive energy. But I think what's really key here 
is setting a clear intention before using them. Um, again, a clear intention will take you far, <laughs> whether it be in your actions, your visualization, with your herbs, intention is key. And I also believe that if you have a strong belief to the herb's spiritual properties, then you're going to achieve optimal cleansing. Like that's a key, that's like an amazing cleansing experience. You genuinely believe that the herbs are working and you have a clear intention and you're using this as just beauty, man. Match made in heaven. You can also, to clear some energy, is to take a shower at the end of the day. Um, just acknowledge the water as a property of clearing. It is kind of underrated. Um, it's literally like an element of the universe, of the earth. Just imagine it washing away any and all energy from the day, anything that no longer deserves a space in your mind, body, and heart. And I know you can do it. Just tap into the creative mind that you have and cleanse yourself. Really cleanse yourself. Not just, you know, scrub under your armpits. Really cleanse your energy, your aura, your field. Get it all out. You really, you truly deserve to treat yourself to healthy habits. And for the most part, we, we all kind of dabble with showers, don't we? So if you're going to shower anyway, why not take another even two minutes to appreciate the quality and the, the elemental aspect of the water and allow it to cleanse your space. Next, we have salt. Yes, you can go ahead and buy a salt lamp now. I told you it's okay. You can uh, justify your purchase by saying you heard it on the podcast. It's fine. Blame me. It's okay. But if you don't want to go out and buy a lamp or you um, don't have one, whatever it is, you can simply just add salt to the corners of your house to absorb any unwanted energy. Um, sometimes if I'm kind of like a little picky about who comes into my room, um, maybe shouldn't share that, but that's okay. Sometimes as a highly sensitive person, you just feel like the lingering energy of a person that's been in the space and it's like, ugh, do I really got to clean this <laughs> like clean this energy up. I'm not in the mood. It's like when someone spills something in your house and now you have to clean it up because you don't want your guests to do that. You're like, ugh, I don't want to do this. It's the same of energy. Um, it's important to protect your space for sure. And of course that can be done with herbs, with um, all the stuff that I just mentioned, but salt is a great one to just absorb and you can put it on the floor and then sweep it up after maybe like 24 to 48 hours. But for me, I like to keep a little bit in glass jars in a corner of my room. But just a little disclaimer, if you're adding salt to a glass jar, I recommend that you don't use that jar for any other purpose because you want to properly dispose of any energy. You know, you don't want to cross contaminate. I wouldn't want to drink from a glass that just absorbed a shit ton of undesired energy and I don't want you to do that either so please don't do that last but not least speech the power of the tongue baby say it out loud sing it with your heart scream it in your chest call in your belief system do it all whether you're speaking to the 
a god gods the universe whoever whatever it may be to you you can ask for protection or you can just claim that your energy is already protected while you're doing any of the things that i just mentioned whether you're you're clearing or protecting you're doing your rituals if you speak your way through it you're just adding power and support speak it into existence and know that the protection is already achieved and you are just living in the unfolding process and i mean that shit i do speak it out let it be let it be a part of you i love that shit you really i mentioned it before but you deserve to treat yourself to healthy habits and these are all healthy habits i'm not saying overwhelm yourself and feel like you have to do this all day every day because you don't trust yourself trust your breath trust your body trust your soul you're on the right path you're doing great so to wrap it up we have i i know a few more energy protecting and clearing practices but i might make another post about that or just maybe do a little part two action if that's what we're feeling um but yeah i said i was going to mention what to do if you are uh, friends or dating or a family member of a highly sensitive person whether they know it or not um, I think it's just right to really make your time to understand them um, we spend a lot of time really understanding other people effortlessly sometimes just understanding where they're coming from and sometimes it feels a little hard to not feel that reciprocated. That is also something we can work on and manage as highly sensitive people. But I think um, if you are listening and you don't see yourself as a highly sensitive person, definitely take the time to give a little love and a little support and a little patience to your highly sensitive friends because we are sponges like I've said many times and we can take on a lot more than you all know so just be a little more compassionate and if you are a highly sensitive person look at me I already want to cry duh I'm literally like checking all the boxes if you are a highly sensitive person I have like a shit ton of compassion and praise for you for identifying this way. Um, not sure why I'm emotional. I just think uh, think we're we're hard on ourselves too. It can be easy to be hard on yourself. Anyway, um, if you want to read more on it, again I mentioned uh, the Handbook for Highly Sensitive People by Mel Collins. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and. I'm sending you all love, appreciation, my deep gratitude, and if you would like to read up on this, you can check out my blog, uh, guidancewithgab.com. If you want Reiki, crystal healing, or yoga, and you're in the South Florida area, feel free to reach out to me, and I would love to connect Thank you so much. Have a great day or night or whatever time this is for you. Bye.